This is Breaking Free from the Grind. I'm your host, Master Certified Life Coach, Columbia MBA, and former Fortune 500 strategy consultant and Wall Street investment banker, Amelia Noel. After spending over a decade caught in the grind of my own career, feeling overworked and overwhelmed, I'm here to help you break free from the grind of your career so you can work less, stress less, and create a sustainable and successful career and life you love. You ready? Let's go. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Breaking Free from the Grind. This episode, number 50, is the last episode of this year. And we are going to be talking about for this episode, your 2022 career review. I hope that you all have been having an absolutely incredible end to your year and holiday season, whatever holiday or holidays you're celebrating and in whatever way you choose to celebrate. And because this is the last episode of 2022, I think it's only fitting that the final episode of the year be one of three things, gratitude, celebration, and reflection. Firstly, and most importantly, I said, starting with gratitude, I want to express my gratitude for you all, the listeners who really are the heartbeat and the lifeline of the Breaking Free from the Grind Tribe. It is incredible to see how this podcast has grown. Most of you know this, but for those of you who don't, I spent over a decade of my career trapped in the grind, working in consulting and finance, often spending 80 plus hours a week at work, you know, creating this external image of incredible success, quote unquote, in terms of money and title and promotion, but in a way that was not sustainable, in a way that left me feeling overwhelmed and exhausted and burnt out with no time outside of my career to actually enjoy life. And so it felt like an existence that was very unfulfilling and also very unsustainable. And once I discovered coaching and I started learning how the grind that I was experiencing every day in my career actually was a mindset and that the overwhelm and the exhaustion and the lack of fulfillment I was feeling every day wasn't created, in fact, by my job or by the 80 hours every week that I was working, but instead was created by how I was thinking about my job and how I was thinking about myself in my job, my value, my own abilities, my capabilities, I knew that I had to go out and teach others how to break free from the grind of their own careers, to teach them how to stop overworking, how to feel better at work, how to create sustainable success in your careers. And this podcast came out of that desire to share the tools and the frameworks and the strategies that I've developed. This podcast was always something I wanted to do because I had so many memories of grinding shit out at 1 a.m. when I was working in banking, listening to podcasts in the background to keep me entertained, to keep me awake, or catching up on podcasts on flights where I was traveling around the country 
country or around the world visiting clients and consulting. And so I wanted to do a podcast because I thought it would be an easy and accessible way to share the tools, the content, the framework, the strategies that I've developed with others who also are feeling trapped in the grind of their own careers so that they can break free, stop overworking, and create sustainable success in their careers. And the gratitude I have for you, the gratitude I have for this community of listeners is so overwhelming. I want to say from the bottom of my heart, thank you to everyone who listens in every week. Thank you to everyone who has shared an episode with someone at their work or who they went to school with, or someone else in their life that they care about. Thank you to everyone who has enjoyed this material and enjoyed the podcast and left a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And thank you to everyone who has reached out, whether it was DM or message on LinkedIn or inbox or even text telling me how this content is resonating and how it is helping you break free from the grind of your own careers and start to create more sustainable success in your career and in your life. Through this podcast, I've had the incredible opportunity and privilege of working with so many of you in my one-on-one coaching program, which is also called Breaking Free from the Grind, and also working with so many of you who have brought me in and recommended me to your firms and to your companies to do workshops and host trainings on topics like overcoming imposter syndrome, beating career burnout, ditching perfectionism, stopping people-pleasing. This podcast has brought so many of you into my life, has brought so many clients, brought so many friends into my life, and I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone who listens in. As this tribe continues to grow, as you continue to share this podcast with friends, with coworkers, with classmates, with those you know, it just means that this content and these tools can help more and more people stop overworking and feel better at work, which is what the world needs. The other thing I wanted to do was celebrate some successes and wins that the business has had in this last year. And I think in the course of being an entrepreneur and specifically a solopreneur in the last almost two years now and running a business and wearing all the hats and wanting to focus so much, especially this podcast, to focus so much on teaching the tools that I've developed to you so that you can stop overworking and feel better at work. I've completely overlooked and forgotten to also share and celebrate successes that the business is having with you. And so since it's the end of 2022, I went back and counted numbers, (laughs) pulled stats, and wanted to share really what I think are the three biggest wins that I've had and that the Breaking Free from the Grind community has really had over over the last almost two years because, you know, I consider my successes your successes as well. In terms of the podcast, the podcast has thousands of downloads in 49 different countries on six different continents. So if you know anyone living in Antarctica, maybe some sort of research scientist down there who feels trapped in the grind or 
Maybe you yourself are on some sort of cruise, taking off from the southern tip of Argentina and checking out Antarctica. (laughs) Go to Antarctica, download the podcast, tell your research scientist friends to download the podcast so we can get to seven out of seven continents. In terms of the most popular episodes, if you want to check these out in case you haven't already, first, how to overcome imposter syndrome. That's episode 20. It's the first part of a three-part series I did on imposter syndrome, so you can check out all three episodes, 20, 21, and 22. Second, top most downloaded podcast episode, Why Villainizing Your Job is a Losing Game. That's episode 42. And then the third most downloaded podcast, How to Push Back and Stop People Pleasing. So episode 36. Another major milestone that I've celebrated this year is I've successfully coached over a hundred one-on-one clients, taking them through my Breaking Free from the Grind program, helping them stop overworking and feel better at work so that they can create sustainable success in their careers. And then lastly, in terms of corporate workshops, I mentioned I'm so grateful to so many of you who have recommended me and brought me in to your companies and to your firms to coach on things like overcoming imposter syndrome in your career, beating career burnout, ditching perfectionism, stopping people pleasing. I've created, coached, and facilitated over 20 workshops, which has translated into over 500 clients. And so again, being able to share this content, being able to help people stop overworking and feel better at work isn't possible without all of you who are listening in and recommending me and recommending this podcast, booking consults, joining my one-on-one program. And so from the bottom of my heart, I want to say Everyone who's a part of the Breaking Free Grind tribe, thank you. I truly am so grateful for each and every one of you. And you are the reason that all of this is possible. And you are also the reason that it will continue to be possible heading into the next year. The last part of episode 50 is focused on reflection. And I I titled the podcast Your 2022 Career Review because I wanted to provide you with a, a powerful framework that I've developed for evaluating how you're running your career, how you ran your career how you thought about yourself in your career over the last year, and then how you want to think about yourself, run your career, do things differently as you look to the year ahead. And I joke that really we could call this framework how to 10x your 2022 career review, meaning how to actually get the most of evaluating and assessing last year. This framework, it's really simple, it's very focused, and it's not time consuming. You can go through this process in five minutes, you could go through this process in 15 minutes, you could go through this process in an hour, you can take as much time as you want, but it's not something that needs to feel or be super exhausting or time consuming. It's also effective because it goes beyond the obvious. Some of the questions I include are things that we don't often see in typical career assessments or personal evaluations. And I also am going to share with you tips and and watch outs or the things that oftentimes as high achievers we do when we're assessing ourselves or our careers that prevent us from really creating the most impactful and insightful review that we can. Because in order to make the changes needed, to stop overworking and start creating sustainable success in your career, you have to meaningfully evaluate yourself. We have to actually take time to take stock, assess, 
and adjust as you enter the next year and as you enter 2023. The 2022 career review framework consists of three basic questions. And these three basic questions are, what did I do well? What did I do that didn't work? And what do I want to do differently moving forward? Really simple. What did I do well? What did I do that didn't work? What do I want to do differently moving forward? Actually take the time to write your answers out to each of those questions. And again, you can spend a minute per question. You can spend five minutes per question. You could spend an hour per question if you really wanted to. The important thing is that you actually evaluate what you were doing over the last year. Now, in terms of making the asking yourself these three questions even more powerful, you want to do two things. First, take ownership of everything that you did and created. The way that you do this is start every sentence that you write out. So every answer to each of these questions, start the sentence with the word I. I call this making yourself the protagonist of the action or of the result that you're creating. So for example, if you're answering the first question, what did I do well? Don't write boundaries, write I created, communicated, and honored the boundaries I set. You're starting that sentence with I, you're making yourself the protagonist of the result, and you're taking ownership of that action. Second, be wildly specific as you answer each of these questions. Using that exact same example of not just writing boundaries, but instead taking ownership of what you did well and saying, I created, communicated, and honored the boundaries I set. If you're being wildly specific here, you can even take that statement further to, I created, communicated, and honored the boundaries I set, not to reply to emails after 10 p.m., by letting my team know ahead of time when I was signing off for the night and when I'd be back online the next day to address anything that came through. Taking ownership of every single action or result you created and being wildly specific in what exactly you were doing that was either working well, didn't work, or that you want to do differently is one of the easiest ways to create a more insightful and impactful self-evaluation. Also, take ownership and be wildly specific about what didn't work. It's not that nothing is working or everything is broken, which is where our brain likes to go, especially if we think that we've had a bad year. It's usually that there are only a few very specific key beliefs that we're holding onto or a few very specific and key actions we're taking or avoiding taking that are driving a lot of our overworking and driving why we don't feel good at work, why we don't feel like we're creating sustainable success in our careers. So an example of this, instead of thinking if you're answering the question, what didn't work, right? You're like, nothing worked, everything was broken. Get specific and take ownership. You could say something like, 
I didn't turn down staffings when they came through and I was already at 90 plus percent of my personal capacity. Now, I talked about that there are certain things that as high achievers we tend to do when we're evaluating ourselves and our careers. And so these are things that you want to avoid doing. When you're answering the first question, what did I do well? Avoid discounting, downplaying, or writing off things that you've done or accomplished. For example, if you're an overthinker and you made one decision quickly this year about one thing in your career, write it down and celebrate that. Don't listen to your brain when it wants to tell you that's not that big of a deal. It doesn't really matter. If you're a people pleaser and you said no to something or you push back on one thing one time this year, celebrate that. If you're a perfectionist and you made a mistake at some point over the course of this last year, or you got negative feedback from the client on something you sent them or something you did, and you were able to move on without beating yourself up for days, celebrate that. If you struggle with imposter syndrome and you tried one new thing this year, you raised your hand to lead one client or team meeting, you raised your hand period and decided to speak up in one client or team meeting, write that down and celebrate it. Notice when your brain wants to write off, downplay or discount the things that are coming up for you when you think about what you did well, there is nothing too small to celebrate. And what I would argue is it is in the tiniest and the smallest of actions we take and the tiniest of and smallest of celebrations we have for these actions that true change happens. If you're struggling to come up with things that you did well over the last year, here are some additional questions that are very unique and not often found in the traditional professional self-assessment or self-evaluation frameworks that exist. And you can ask yourself these questions, even if you find it easy to come up with things you did well, still ask yourself these questions. When and how did I have my own back this year? Again, take ownership and be really specific as you answer each of these questions. When and how did I have my own back this year? When and how did I trust myself this year? When did I have difficult conversations that needed to be had? When and how did I surprise myself this year? And when and how did I listen to my body and choose rest or self-care over work this year. When you're answering the question, what did I do that didn't work this year? What you want to avoid is judging yourself or beating yourself up. Get really in tune to the emotion you're feeling when you start to answer this question. If it's shame, if it's pressure, if it's, if it's embarrassment, those are all cues that you're answering this question from a place of judgment and you're about to start beating yourself up. Instead, don't answer the question until you feel a sense or can get to a place where you're feeling curious and compassionate towards yourself. And here's the best part. 
if being curious and feeling compassionate towards yourself feels too far away, it's too difficult to get there when you answer the question, what did I do that didn't work this year? Strive for neutral. I talk about this all the time on this podcast. I talk about it all the time with my clients. Neutral is an incredibly powerful emotion. You can have an amazing self-assessment and self-evaluation when you do so from a place of neutral. So when you answer this question, what did I do that didn't work this past year? Get to a place of neutral. Whatever comes up for you, answer the question objectively and then objectively look at the things that didn't work. Think of it as good information for you to have and see. You can use this information to think differently next year or to feel differently or to make different decisions next year. So instead of answering the question, what did I do that didn't work from a place of shame or embarrassment or pressure, get yourself to at least feeling neutral before you answer the question. And if you can access even greater curiosity or compassion, strive to answer the question from that place. The last question when you're answering, what do I want to do differently moving forward? Don't be vague. Don't just stop with set better boundaries. Push yourself to get specific and turn set better boundaries into I say no to one staffing that comes through in the next month. Or I decline one calendar invite a week for a team meeting that I know I don't have to be on. Or I choose not to answer emails on Saturdays and instead go out and do something fun that has nothing to do with work. This framework, what did I do well? What did I do that didn't work? And what do I want to do differently moving forward is how you conduct a powerful 2022 career review. That is how you 10X the output of actionable, insightful info that you need to have to take with you into 2023 to help yourself stop overworking and feel better at work and create sustainable success in your career. What did I do well? What did I do that didn't work? And what do I want to do differently moving forward is the pure gold that will allow you to stop overworking, feel better at work, and create sustainable success in your career in 2023. You can stop overworking and feel better at work in 2023. You can create sustainable success in your career, meaning feeling so good and so solid at work that you have the time and the energy and the capacity to create a life you love outside of work. I can help. 2023 is your year to learn how to work differently and to change the relationship you have with your career by learning how to think about work differently and think about yourself at work differently. It all starts in my one-on-one Breaking Free from the Grind coaching program. The sooner you enroll, the sooner you can stop overworking and feel better at work. If this is what you want, and you're feeling tired, you're feeling exhausted or overwhelmed or unfulfilled in your job, 
if you're sick of not having time to enjoy the life that you're working so hard in the grind to create and sustain, join my four-month Breaking Free from the Grind one-on-one coaching program today. The first step is clicking on the link I'll drop in the show notes to book a consult. We'll hop on the phone for an hour. We'll talk about exactly what's going on for you right now and what you want to create for yourself and your career in 2023. I'll share if I think you'd be a good fit for the program based on your goals and what you're hoping to achieve. And if you are, I will walk you through step-by-step exactly how we would coach on it and I'll answer any questions you have. You can join the over 100 clients who've already gone through this one-on-one program who have stopped overworking and started creating sustainable success in their careers. You can stop overworking and feel better at work in 2023. You can create sustainable success in your career and the time to start making changes is now. Thank you all so much again for listening. I am so grateful for you. I hope you enjoy reflecting and going through the framework for reviewing your career from this year. And I can't wait to see you guys next week in 2023.